Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. OC is back. I'm actually very, very happy to say it. We've been waiting for a few seasons since the Bronwyn years uh, for OC to kind of feel back. It's light. It's fine. I'm enjoying this season so far, and I'm I'm really glad that I am. I was and for Vanessa to say this, you guys. I so when we first started this podcast, it's kind of crazy. I would cover OC, you would cover Atlanta, because um, neither one of us like that wasn't like our thing. And then obviously over time, we both started watching all of them. But um, so for you to say that, like you were never the big OC person, and for me, I have a special spot for because it it's what started Housewives. But um, I do feel like it's back. I feel like we're getting this sense of like I keep saying like nostalgia, but it's, it is. It's light. It's entertaining. It's funny. And unlike New Jersey, where I feel like we keep going back in time, like we're bringing up the past, we bring up the past and we go further into the past without like any sense of like wanting to move forward or resolution or like, I think they're just bringing it up to bring it up. We're bringing up the past a little bit, but we're bringing up like such iconic, wonderful moments, like kicking out Jesus jugs from Cut Fitness that I don't care. But I also love the fact that like Tamara, yes, she's brought stuff up, but there is a sense of like. I want to move forward too. So she's like, apologize to Shannon because I mean, that whole fuck a duck thing was weird. I'm glad she recognized. Like, why was I saying that? <laughs> I am glad too. I mean, I thought Heather's confessional about Tamara really signed, like summed her up as we go into this like thing that really probably shouldn't be a fight um, with the TikTok, Jen's TikTok. But she was like, you know, she can like basically go there. She has a meter and her meter is wavers very quickly to the diabolical side. If you, once you activate her, she's fully activated. I did think with the TikTok, I was like, Oh, Gina, you're trying to keep that orange girl like by pot stirring and like, Oh, new girl, you don't, I, you don't know I, how we do this. Oh, you did that TikTok. Like that was was that a dig? Like it just I felt bad for her because I was like, I t- I do not think she meant it as like a we're still open, we're so much better than cut. I think it was like the sense of like a lot of fitness places are closing and we are still here. And like uh yeah, that was I mean, I will say, Gina, good job. I mean, that's that's how housewives do it. Yeah, no. And then Emily, it was like she passed on the baton to Emily and was like, hmm, now in the playbook, chapter two, attack the husband. So how did you guys get together? And like, so what do you think happened? I think Tamara, I mean, I think they had an inappropriate, whether it was physical or not, it was an emotional affair. If someone caught like, it's still a form of cheating, in my opinion, it doesn't always have to be just sex. And I agree with Tamara. If she had owned it, a la like how Marge has owned her relationship with Joe and how they started and everything, this is going to come back to bite her in the ass if she continues to stay on Housewives because it's part of the Housewives playbook. Attack the uh, marriage. <laughs> it is. Well, and if your marriage has some strings that can be pulled at, you better believe they're going to be pulled. And I do like her story isn't adding up. It is a little odd. The whole thing of like, sending her husband to go work for her family, but she's staying here. Like, there's a lot of things where I'm like, I I would appreciate just some transparency. Um, And it's okay to say like, we were in a bad place. We, our marriage, like we were basically sleeping in separate rooms for years. We weren't officially separated or divorced, but it definitely felt that way. And I met him and there were sparks and I acted on it. And that's how I knew it was time to end it. 
like I think there's a like you said, like how Marge owns it. There's a way to say it where it's like I did a bad thing, but here's how it worked out. I mean, it's kind of what people have said about Sandoval and Rachel. Like if they stay together, which obviously they're not, but if they like could somehow make it work, they get married, they have kids and they have this family, people like, yeah, shitty way that it started, but you know, you love who you love type of thing. But she's, yeah, she's trying too hard, I think, to pretend like it wasn't an affair. Well, and it's, uh, yeah, I think she's become image conscious. And I'm like, you were just walking into the lion's den and they're going to eat you up and poke at all of this. Like, Jen at the reunion, I feel like she's going to look like a deer in the headlights because she's going to be like, what the fuck? Like, she has what? so many stories, too, like yes. some new versions. Because, like, yeah. Tamara's going to say, like, your ex-husband told me this. And then, you know, the guy that you engaged in an affair with told me this. And you're telling all the women this. But I know, like, and then when they had their conversation, she even kind of admitted that there was an affair. She was embarrassed by it. And that's why she pulled away from Tamara. It affected their friendship. Um, I feel like it's going to be really hard. Like, it's going to be hard for her to have all these different versions it's of gonna the story. It's going to be so bad. Um, going backwards, I do want to get your take on Taylor Armstrong and Heather Dubrow's acting career. I feel like acting is a new podcast in Housewives World. Cynthia Bailey's acting. I mean, Lisa Renna's always been an actress. Um, but Kyle, Kyle, well, Kyle always has to, though. I'll give her that. Yeah, um, but it just feels I mean, obviously, um, why am I blanking on her name? G- Gabrielle uh, Bouvet has always oh, been. Yeah, Garcelle. Garcelle. Oh, my God, you guys. I was like, I know. This you know is what wrong, I think you're doing? Garcelle. I think you're like confusing her with Gabrielle Union. Were well, you like mixing that's the a two? Compliment. No, I just I well, know. sometimes I think they kind of look alike, but um, but like they Garcelle, look like God, yeah. I know who Garcelle is. But anyways, yeah. I feel like for the California Housewives, yes. acting is instead of doing a podcast, we're like, let's act. I do, and I think for Heather, that feels a little bit like an insult because she was a classically trained actress, you know, prior to all this, and she put her career on hold for her children. Um. I, and I also feel like when she like Taylor said, you know, I sent her pictures and, um, you know, fancy pants I was like, I saw the set and I saw this. And I was like, oh, my God, like this isn't your role to offer me. I also think she saw it and was like, oh, my God, this isn't like a real fancy movie being done. Um, and I think she, I think she puts herself in the category more of like a Rena and a Kyle and a Garcelle who actually have acting careers, not a housewife who got asked to play like a little cameo, fun, small part. Kind of like the people that do Sharknado. It's a totally different game. You know, if you're in Sharknado, you're, you're, you're playing a bit. It's, there's like Hallmark Channel, Hallmark movies. Yeah. Then there goes to Sharknado. <laughs> then there's and then like it's Housewife cameos. Then, yeah. So I'm curious to see if she ends up doing it. I feel like she might. Like, why not? Just do it for the storyline. Like, just keep just keep it going, Heather. Like, just have some fun. Um, I'm pivoting back all the way back to cup fitness. I just wanted to address that. So sorry guys, I'm a little all over the place. Clearly I can't keep my name straight, but I died at Gina at the end of the episode with a cake throwing <laughs> when she looked at Tamra and was like, you are a scary bitch. And she's like, just like prancing around and like running and she's trying to get her. It just made me laugh. A few people posted this, and I thought this watching it, that the cake, like, slap, it wasn't a throw, the slap at Emily felt not as playful as Emily's cake 
throwing back at Tamara. I think it was a little, I didn't want to say it was like violent or like a, but I think there was a little bit of like trying to get some aggression out. And Emily is a good sport about it. And kind of, I also loved Emily say like, you're wasting the cake. That is how we felt about all the sushi wasted last season at Heather's party. Oh no boo sushi. People, like that. I mean, yeah, you don't waste that shit. That shit is fucking good. Um, no, I I mean, considering they posted a picture together, I think they're good. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think they're fine. But guys, OC is back. So I'm super excited that it's back. We're going to go ahead and take a quick little ad break here. Um, you guys, you know, there's some times in life where we are in a pinch where you need a little um, extra support to kind of get through. There could be a family or medical emergency Well, Dave is a banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. With Dave, there's no interest, late fees, or credit check. That's more money to fill your tank, finally to get your car repaired, or catch up on bills without having to wait for your next paycheck. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now or go to dave.com slash real moms. Dave.com slash real moms. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking services provided by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. And now we have a little word from Thrive Cosmetics. I'm sure you've seen the ads on Instagram. I was curious myself. I had some friends that have tried their infamous mascara and told me it was amazing. I got to try the uh, eye brightener, which I love. I put it in like the inner corners of my eyes just to give it a little bit more spark, make me look a little bit more awake, which is tough these days with three kids. And I absolutely love the Liquid Lash Extension Mascara. It is a tubing mascara. It comes off so easily. So with tubing, I always wondered what that meant. It means it wraps around your lash as you apply it to dramatically lengthen and define your lashes from root to tip, which it absolutely does. There's no clumping, smudging, or flaking. The best part is too, it just washes off with warm water. You don't need soap. You don't need like extra strength eye makeup remover. It's, I can understand why it's a bestseller. It truly is one of my favorite mascaras. Uh, Thrive Cosmetics is spelled C-A-U-S-E, and they really mean that with the cause. So everything is 100% vegan, cruelty-free beauty products made with clean, skin-loving ingredients. No parabens, sulfates, uh, all without compromising the performance. So cause is in the name for a reason. As part of their mission, every purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive, such as those battling domestic abuse, homelessness, cancer, and much more. So you have to try Thrive Cosmetics to see for yourself. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order when you visit Thrive Cosmetics slash Real Moms. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash Real Moms for 20% off your first order. 
And now, awesome. And you know who's a huge fan of the mascara is Sam from Summer House. Oh, I didn't yeah. Know that. So if you guys have looked at her lashes and been like, "What is she using? What is she using?" This Thrive mascara. So get that. Use that promo code, ladies and gents. Yeah, yeah. Anybody, anybody, use that promo code. Um, let's get into Atlanta. I thought this episode, I was a bit more tickled by it or enjoyed it a bit more. Um, we, I do wish that Marlo and Candy would just have a heart to heart conversation, go have coffee and just kind of tackle this thing head on. We try to get to that towards the end of the episode, but I feel like feelings and walls are so up um, and Candy being vulnerable it's like everything. I, if I were to give notes to Miss Candy Burris, yes, we know you want to take on the world, but like be more vulnerable. Like I, I think that to me, like cements your place on Housewives and just show us a bit more. Like I, I appreciated her opening up about her past. I 100%. I think it's the first time I've seen her get emotional talking about her past. Like, She'll get emotional talking about her kids or, you know, using a surrogate. We saw her kind of open up about that on um, several reunions before she had Blaze. I, I think that it's a part of her we don't know much about. Like none of us knew about, you know, her sibling and what she went through when she was 15 years old and, you know, his passing. And I do think um, it's relatable. It's something that just helps build who she is. I also think that I agree with you. If Marlo and Candy could just sit down without the other women in the way, I feel like Sonia trying to pretend like she's like the Marlo interpreter. And then you've got Kenya and Drew like just chiming in. It's like no progress is going to be made. And what was wild, and we're jumping ahead a little bit, was seeing that Courtney and Candy were actually fine. And I think it's because the other women didn't jump into the conversation. But the second it turned to Marlo and Candy, everyone had an opinion. And I get why Marlo left. Like there, it was just like all it felt like kind of an attack, a gang up. I I I don't know. I would love to see them be friends because when I don't understand how it got so bad. I feel like we in 2020 they were close, and then now it's like they really can't stand one another. And it's sad because there's a lot of love there. I mean, clearly at one point they felt like there was a connection and there was a reason why they should be friends. They need to go back to the school of reuniting. That is Shannon. And Tamara's yeah. coming back. I mean, guys, in the Housewives universe, is truly a never say never. So I really hope they can at least find common ground and at least respect each other. I didn't appreciate Candy chiming in. Or not Candy. Kenya chiming in. I thought it was rude. It was mean. It just didn't really contribute much to it. Um, the only thing I will say to give Miss Kenya a little credit, I do love, and this happened earlier with OC and Housewives, quote, iconic moments from the franchise. So in this episode out of Atlanta, we hear the lies, the lies. <laughs> and back at OC, we heard, you know, we talked about Jesus jugs and uh, Lydia. Like, I just love when they're like self-aware. It's like an artist, like a singer quotes another song in their song. It's very like similar it. to me. Yeah. I love it. Well, especially because it's like, it almost feels like not they're in on the joke, but it's like, we watch too. And we know what you like. And we know what like resonated. Yeah. The lies, the lies to me was amazing. And especially Kenya saying it because it was an iconic candy line, you know? So it's yes. like not even like, it's one thing, like sometimes it feels a little like egotistical if you hear a housewife quoting one of their own like iconic quotes. But the fact that Kenya quoted it, I, chef's kiss. It was Chef amazing. Kiss. 
I loved it. Let's talk about this Gucci brunch that wasn't so Gucci. Yeah. Marlo's fashion corner. I want her to be part of, she needs to have like a little segment just analyzes fashion. She <laughs> should have been invited to the Met Gala. Thing. Well, more so than some of the other people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was done. But I just thought it was so, I just thought her comments were so funny. I like that she said that Candy looked like she's going bowling and that <laughs> Drew looks like a handyman and that they looked like a bootleg girl group. Like, I just found it so She hilarious. wasn't wrong. Like, no. I did, like, as she was saying this stuff, I was like, this, yeah, the... The assignment was not understood by the group overall. Um, yeah, and the fact that she kind of said all together they look like a bootleg girl group was hilarious because they did. Like, I don't. It kind of reminded me of um, Mary Crosby's weird theme oh. that she did. <laughs> that like nobody really understood how they were supposed to dress. Um, it was great. Um, I just thought it was super funny and well that, moments like that is why i'm like guys marlo deserves her peach like i'm team let's give marlo a chance here so moments like that i'm like i'm here for it that was a that was a housewife moment not a friend of moment i 100 percent agree i also find it kind of ironic that it was um charade's gucci you know brunch and the fashion was terrible um just because she by charade she by <laughs> Shein. like it kind of was like Life imitating art in a sense. Oh my god, I did like Sheree's outfit, but she did look like she was ready to like put someone under a deposition. Like she did look <laughs> very businessy, but I, I mean, I did like it. But you know, that's that's really Atlanta. Wait, I want to talk about one more thing. I'm oh, yeah, kind of jumping course. around. Kenya at fifty two, wanting to have another baby. Listen, and I told like, how old was Janet Jackson when she had a baby? I, I think, think she was. In her around 50s? that age. I mean, yeah, I think she was I in her think, 50s. And I'm not saying like women can't. And I would 100% say you can continue to have a family as as long as you want, as long as it works for you. But like, yeah, her had a very scary labor and delivery. Um, I just appreciated, and you made a note of this, that her doctor like didn't try to sugarcoat it with her and was kind of like, this isn't something you should be doing. If you really want to give her, um, give your daughter a sibling, you need to look at surrogacy um I, I i think too i was like surprised that kenya was willing to like put her like health and life and like body at risk like that i mean i i feel like i mean she kind of said it she's like oh i mean i don't know how you can forget a traumatic birth but i think it's easy to kind of let it not seem as bad until someone kind of looks at you and it's like no this was bad <laughs> Like, yeah, this is the scariest, like for a doctor to tell you who's delivered so many children and babies, I would imagine for her to say that was one of the scariest deliveries I've been a part of is like a no, like this is, we can talk about how we can grow your family without putting your life at risk and you need to be there for your baby girl. I am curious to see if she ends up having another kid. I actually could see her using a surrogate and having one more. Yeah. I, I could kind of see it as well, but then I can also see her just being good with just like Brooklyn. I I mean, they do seem like they're such a cute little duo together. Like she takes her everywhere. You I mean, you can tell that she really puts motherhood on priority. Um, so yeah, I think it would definitely complicate things, but I have, I don't know. I also think it'd be kind of fun to see that journey for her. Whatever she decides, we support it. But yes, I just thought that absolutely. was a really I was glad they kept it in there, like kept that, like kept that as part of the episode. It was like, I think a conversation that um, 
of someone else. I mean, I know you had a traumatic birth. I don't think you've forgotten it, but some people might as like a defense mechanism. And I'm sure I can relate to that conversation. Yes, exactly. Um, so now we get to the part where we talk about our shout out for the week. Abby, who is your shout out? I, you know, it's been like a week where like every day I'm like, oh, I want to give it to this person. I want to give it to this person. But um, after watching Watch What Happens Live with um, Maya Hawk and Brian Cranston, I'm actually going to give it to the parents of um, gay and lesbian children. I really loved, and I forgot the name of the organization. And I'm not sure. Thank you. P flag. I really appreciated the father and son that were the bartender. Um, Andy asked them like, how did you get involved? And the father's like, I'm ex-military. And he's like, you know, when my son came out, it was hard for me. The, you know, children don't come with manuals. Um, so I was like looking for resources and how to help me. And I think I appreciated his honesty. Cause I think sometimes people are like, Oh, like you have to be immediately supportive and like know exactly what to do. And like, it's okay to not know what to do and to like kind of struggle as a parent with anything. But I think, you know, when your kid comes to you with like um, these bigger moments, uh, it's nice to know there's organizations like that out there that support, connect. And I thought, I don't know, I just, I really resonated with the story. I thought it was really um, neat that they shared it. I didn't know that organization existed. I assumed there were ones like it, but for any parents out there, um, wherever you are, you know, in this journey of your child coming out. I think it'd be great to look into getting involved in that. If you're at the point where like your kid, you know, you've, you've gone through it and you're, you know, super supportive and um, you're ready to share your story. I think it's something that could help other parents. If you're newer into it and not sure what to do and how to best support your kid, I think, you know, look for organizations like PFLAG out there. Oh, I love that. I'm going to give my shout out to Lizzo. Lizzo, if you haven't been keeping up, she's received a lot of hate. She shared recently, like, all the messages that she gets regarding her body. And Lizzo is such an unapologetic and such a positive person that I'm like, she must be protected at all costs. She recently posted, and she's been sharing moments of pulling up little girls on stage. And she's like, I do this for her, like, for these girls. And I just I just feel like people like that, we just need to protect their aura, protect their peace. Like, honestly, all this slander, this crazy behavior going against artists, Ava Max and then BB Rexa was, you know, bones thrown at them. I'm like, man, protect our artists. So I'm just like, they must be protected at all costs. So just putting out some love, more love to Lizzo. I fucking love everything that she represents and who she is. So um, I'm going to give it to Lizzo. But it's a good one. Yeah, thanks. So, hey, on the back. Thanks, Emily. Yeah. Um, thank you guys so much, as always, for listening. You know the goal. You know the spiel. We're trying to get to a 1,000 reviews. We are itching our way there. You guys are an ambitious bunch, and I know you like to give us a helping hand. So do your part now. Click and tap five stars if you want extra bonus points. Leave us a written review. Um, shout out to Megan. Shout out to Jasper Bird. Um, shout out to Marie Kate. These are some of the recent reviews that we've received. So please, please, please do your part and show us the love. And then if you want to support support us monetarily, check out Patreon, patreon.com slash real moms of Bravo. If you're wondering, um, what do you guys do on Patreon? Abby and I share some more hot takes <laughs> on things that are happening within the Bravo verse, but not the shows directly. So watch what happens live appearance as we talk about. And we also talk about pop culture moments too. So with that, we will check you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.